Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Diagnosing a Killer, The Mental Breakdown. The Mental Breakdown. I'm Kenna. I'm Koel. Oh, it's. I feel like I always say, and I'm Kenna, so saying I'm Kenna first sounds weird. And I'm Koel. And I'm Kenna. And I'm Kenna. <laughs> it's always going to just it's come back. It's me, Kenna. <laughs> How's it going? Pretty good. Good. I'm really excited. We went to a boba tea place earlier, and so that's what I'm drinking. I'm drinking mango boba with the little explodey bobas, not the tapioca ones. Oh, no. I don't... Oh, I know what you're saying. They're like little bursts of flavor. They're so good. They used to have those at Orange Leaf, the self-serve frozen yogurt place, and you could pick all your toppings. They had those little balls of juice. (laughs) They are. (laughs) What is up with frozen yogurt. I don't think I've ever had frozen yogurt because oh, it sounds so gross. It's delicious. It Is tastes it? just like ice cream, actually. It does? Yeah. I think it's just smoother. It's like more crystally. Like ice cream is more creamy and frozen yogurt is more like a sherbet kind of. A sherbet? It's sherbet. Sherbet. Yes. Not sorbet. No, it's, yeah, sorbet is what I meant, <laughs> but it's pronounced sherbet. There is no sherbet. R at the end of that word. Look it up. Sorbet. Yes, like a sorbet. Not sorbet, sorbet. No, sorbet. sherbet and sorbet are two different things. Sorbet and sherbet. Look it up, I'm telling you. Sherbet? Yes, it's sherbet. Sherbet. Yes. <laughs> sherbet. I'm telling you. Everyone needs to comment <laughs> what they think it is. Uh, anyway, yeah, so those little bowl things. I was going to say tapioca. I hate boba because I do not like tapioca. I had to be in the mood for the tapioca, like the pearls. No, yeah, but, it's a texture thing for me. Yeah, but the juice is good. Do you want to try? No. You sure? I'm I'm good. Okay. Dif- d- whoa. <laughs> You're right I was there. To say. Oh my goodness. Before we start, would you like to give everyone our handles on social media in case this is their first time listening? Absolutely. Welcome. You can catch us on social media at Diagnosing a Killer, other than X, formerly known as Twitter, which is at Killer Diagnosis. We have a Patreon. There you will get well, tier two and tier three will receive an extra bonus episode on that Patreon towards the end of the month of every month. And what else? We have a Cash App, a PayPal, a Venmo. I think that's it. I think that's it. I think you yeah. did great. Dollar donations, y'all. Do it. Check out the True Crime and Paranormal Podcast Festival 2024. It is in Denver this year from July 12th through the 14th. We will be there. And it's Kenna's birthday. It's my birthday weekend, so come and hang out with us. We'd love to meet you guys. Check out our merch link in our link tree in our Instagram bio. That should link you to a a few forms, one for koozies, one for t-shirts, one for bracelets. There you can get all new merchy merch, custom-made merchy merch. However, if you want to support us in an economical way, you can do so with our upcycled merch, which is just $15 for a t-shirt and $25 for a hoodie. Woo woo! We're going to bring all that to Denver with us as well. And that includes free shipping for new and upcycled items as well. Yep. Woo! Well, it is my mental breakdown today, but before we get started, I do want to quickly share a cool message we got from one of our loyal listeners regarding the Joseph Edward Duncan case. Mm -hmm. 
at the end of the episode, I'm not sure if you remember, but we had talked about how he was afraid to die of natural causes, and mm-hmm. then he ultimately died of cancer, and I was like, well, would that be considered natural causes? I'm not exactly sure. Mm-hmm. So she says, hi, friends. I know we don't know each other, but I definitely consider y'all a friend because listening to y'all gives me comfort, especially in hard days like today. Mm. I just listened to the last episode and I wanted to share something that y'all didn't feel too concrete over. When Joseph said that he didn't want to die from natural causes and y'all mentioned that when he died from cancer, I lost my mom to cancer and her death death certificate says that the cause is natural causes. Mm. So even if that's not what he meant and assuming it would be the same countrywide, his death certificate should stay natural causes and that gives me such joy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think there's a crime worse in my eyes than a crime done to children. He's truly a sick man. As usual, y'all did great. I look forward to listening every week. Thanks for your input, listener. Yes, we love hearing from you guys. It makes our day that much brighter, and it also gives us a lot of joy to know that we bring you guys so much joy. Yeah. So thanks for listening. And if it's your first time here, hello. Hello. Welcome. (laughs) Okay, are you ready to get into this one? I am. I'm excited to hear what your topic is. This is... A little bit of a different minty breaky, but I decided that it might be kind of interesting to talk about because Mm. we don't really have many times where we've broken this down. So Mm. I decided to just make it a whole topic. Today, we are going to be talking about homicide charges and types of killing. Okay. So types of homicide charges, what you can be charged with, and different, I guess, specifics when it comes to like exactly what you would be charged with if you did this and that and the other. Okay. And this is going to be like kind of just an outline of that. Of course, there's always like mitigating cir- circumstances. Oh, to for sure. Case. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about any specific case that was like, oh, and he did this, but his left finger was cut off and not the right <laughs> ones because <laughs> it's a different charge. Yeah. Content warning. This episode contains descriptions of killing, explanations of different types of murder and child violence. If this is not for you, we encourage you to find another one of our episodes. Remember, your mental health is very important to us, and we love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. So, yes, homicide charges and types of killing. Here we go. So, what is homicide? Homicide is an act in which a person causes the death of another person. A homicide requires only a volatile act or a mission that causes the death of another. Hmm. So this pretty much means that in order to commit a homicide, the perpetrator either has to knowingly commit the act or change circumstances that cause the act to happen. Okay. This being the case, the act of homicide may result from accidental, reckless, or negligent acts, even if there is no intent to cause harm. Like a DUI or something? Yes, exactly. Depending on the circumstances of the death, homicide is put into many different categories. These types of homicides are often treated differently in many cultures, as some will consider them crimes and others will not. So the first type of homicide we're going to talk about is plain old murder. Plain old murder. Just some (laughs) vanilla murder. Yeah, just some casual shit. Just some casual murder. Murder is the most serious crime that can be charged following a homicide, and there are different types of murder one can be charged with. The sentences following a murder conviction may be... Uh, life in prison or even capital punishment based on the circumstances of the murder. Mm -hmm. So capital punishment could be death or life imprisonment or... So yeah, in certain states, capital punishment is just the death sentence. Mm -hmm. Certain states don't have that, so it would be life. Okay. Yes. In July 2019, a study by the United Nations Office on Drug and Crime reported that nearly 464,000 people around the world were killed in homicides. What? In 2017. In the year 2017 only. But just around the world. But still. But still. Almost one year. half a million people in one year. That's incredible. Yeah. So the first type of murder that one can be charged with is aptly named first-degree murder. Mm-hmm. 
This murder is premeditated, unlawful, and intentional. Premeditation requires that the perpetrator either planned the murder before it was committed or were lying in wait for the victim before attacking. Isn't that, I think I've also heard that too. It's, it's a first degree murder while lying in wait. Like yes. it's an added it's charge. Creepy. <laughs> so the other type of murder one can be charged with is second degree murder. This is the act of intentionally and unlawfully killing another person without premeditation. Hmm. Although the act of killing is the same in first and second degree murder, the mental state of the person doing the killing at the time of the crime is said to be different. That's interesting that we, like, as a judicial system, would take that into account. For sure, because I feel like it's, I mean, just like it says here, it's worse if you plan it for weeks and then you go do it, yeah. rather than you get mad and there's a knife on the counter and you stab someone and they die, you know? Right, yeah. In some jurisdictions, a homicide that occurs during the commission of a dangerous crime may be labeled as murder, regardless of the perpetrator's intent to commit murder. This is known as the felony murder rule. So essentially, like, we're going to go buy some drugs and you get killed over it, you can get charged with murder if right. you like, intentionally went to do the crime. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so if, okay, yeah, like a, like, yeah, like a drug deal gone wrong, but if you're the driver... Yeah. You can get charged with your partner's death. Exactly. So the felony murder rule essentially states that if someone dies as a result of a different felony crime, the person who commissioned that crime can be charged with murder. Okay, Just like so what I said, but more... The drug dealer. Yeah, specific. Yeah. Lastly, another type of murder one can be charged with is manslaughter. Manslaughter is a form of homicide in which the person that commits the homicide either, either does not intend to kill the victim or kills the victim as a result of circumstances that would cause a reasonable person to become emotionally or mentally disturbed to the point of potentially losing control of their actions. Good job. Take a <laughs> breath. Whoa. That was like the longest <laughs> sentence in the world. So like vehicular manslaughter, we've heard that one before. That's like yes. you strike someone with your car, but, you know, it was... Not necessarily malintended. Yes. And yeah, you can be, you could still be charged because you were, what, maybe not paying attention. Mm hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So the distinction between murder and manslaughter is said to have first been made by ancient Athenian lawmaker Draco in the 7th century BC. Whoa. And the penalty for manslaughter is usually less than that of murder. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's how long ago did they make that distinction? Yeah. Well, you didn't mean to, so we're not going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. You were, it, this is a crime of passion. Yeah. Well, that would be second degree. I think. That would be second degree. But this is when it was just like, if someone died and you were responsible, you were a murderer. Yeah. It didn't matter. <laughs> That's what. it. <laughs> That's There's it. No category. This guy invented manslaughter. <laughs> invented. <laughs> so there are actually two broad categories of manslaughter. The first one is voluntary manslaughter. This is the intentional, unpremeditated killing of another person as the result of a disturbed state of mind or heat of passion. So hmm. kind of like a passion, a killing of passion, but it's yeah. kind of different when it comes into it. Do you think that, where do you think Munchausen by proxy would fit in there? I think that would... Like if you harmed your child to death, but you didn't really necessarily intend to kill them. I think that would fall into a defense rather than a charge. Like, I feel like you would I have see. to claim, like, insanity or something. You I know? see, yeah. I don't know what they would be charged with, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you would have to claim, like, some type of mental disorder. Yeah. So the second category is aptly named involuntary manslaughter. Mm -hmm. This is the unintentional killing of another person through an act of recklessness that shows indifference to the lives and safety of others or an act of negligence that could be reasonably foreseen to result in death. 
So that that reminds me of that uh, Paul Murdaugh, the yes. Alec Murdaugh's son, the, the in the Bodhi accident. Absolutely, and that yeah. girl died. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing. If it's like you're planning a gun and it you pull the trigger and someone dies, you know, you're being negligent because you should have unloaded it, right, if you're cleaning it, something like that. Well, now there's a lot of parents being charged for not safely keeping their guns away from their kids and their kids fucking around with these guns and killing another neighborhood kid. Yeah. And the dads are now, and the the moms are being charged with manslaughter because they, you know, I mean, some some of them have been charged for murder. Yeah, I've even heard cases of the moms being charged or the parents being charged when they neglected to report that their kid was making threats, and then they go shoot their school up. You know, it's awful. Mm -hmm. When I think about the latest trends, I think Spencer's. Spencer's has been a mall must-visit since its first store opened in 1963. From then, Spencer's has always stocked the most unique and buzzworthy products, including, but not limited to, their wide range of lava lamps, their body jewelry cases, and of course, their infamous wallet wall. And don't forget about their 18 and up section, dedicated to sexual health. Did I mention their humanitarian work? Spencer's has been partnered with the ACLU for years in an effort to protect individual rights, as well as other nonprofits, such as cancer. With over 670 locations in the U.S., Spencer's is the hottest place for trends, even after 75 years. Click the link in the show notes to receive an exclusive offer today. Spencer's, life's a party, and we're making it fun. The act that results in death may be intentional, such as pushing somebody in anger, but their death, like them falling and hitting their head, is not. Oh my gosh. So that, that teacher today. Do you hear about that? No. Brandeis House High School. Well, I don't the, the student won't be charged because they they have some kind of cognitive deficiency. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a seventy three year old educator that got knocked over and he hit his head and he that was on the seventh and he just passed away. Oh my god, that's awful. You know? But it's like you can't you can't charge someone for that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this kid has, you know, like I said, a cognitive deficiency of some yeah. kind that, you know, they're not responsible for it. And in certain situations, like, just like that, like, I'm meaning to push you, but I'm not mm-hmm. meaning to kill you, you know? Oh, my gosh, that happened at that bar. Remember? No. But that's really scary. It is scary. <laughs> I, like, I'm like, <laughs> that's so scary. <laughs> like, that's so scary. <laughs> God, that's bad. So in some jurisdictions, there is a third category of constructive manslaughter in which a person may be charged with causing death without intention, but as the result of violating an important safety law or regulation. I have never heard of this. Yeah, me either. Would this be like like, falling off a ladder or something? Exactly. If you're making it constructive, like literally, if you're at a construction site Mm -hmm. and you don't make your guys wear hard heads and then someone dies. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) hard hard hats. Hard hats. And you didn't, you didn't, didn't hire guys with hard enough heads. You're, you're liable because you didn't hire hard heads. You didn't test out the, the hardness of their head before they got hired. Oh, man. Okay. I'm sweating. I, I, I had I'm to take sweating. my blanket off of me. I got so sweaty because I was laughing too hard. God. You didn't make your guys wear hard hats. Yes. At the construction site, and someone died. You're hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So. so. <laughs> go ahead. So, yeah. Okay. Essentially what you were saying. Yeah, that's... So, if they don't... 
have proper training or equipment or yeah. things like that. Or even like go like going through the the laws like on the if you're on a boat or something, you know, and you don't do your safety procedures and then the boat sinks, you know, or whatever. Yeah. You know, anything like that. Makes sense. Not all homicides are crimes or subject to criminal prosecution. In certain instances, the perpetrator can use a defense to suggest they should not be punished for their crime. So we're going to talk about some common defenses that are used. Okay. So self-defense is one of them in which somebody causes the death of another person to prevent themselves from being harmed. That's probably got to be like the number one defense. It has to be. I don't see why it wouldn't be. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I'm sure any defense attorney can be like, well, self-defense, you know, like. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Another one is mental incapacity, in which a defendant may attempt to prove that they are not criminally responsible for a homicide due to a mental disorder, otherwise known as maybe the insanity plea, insanity defense. Mm -hmm. Mentally incompetent killers may be involuntarily committed to a mental health facility in lieu of criminal trial. Which I thought was interesting. It's like, you don't even have to go through trial. If you can prove that, you just go straight to the hospital. Yeah. Mental health and development are often taken into consideration during sentencing, for example, in the United States, the death penalty cannot be applied to convicted murderers with intellectual disabilities. Mm-hmm. I would think that... Although Andre Thomas is still on death row, just fucking saying. Yeah. I would think that a lot... I mean, of course, everybody's mental health should be taken into account, but I feel like the reason that that is is because most people, I would think that... Most people would think that humans are inherently incapable of that and i understand that it is like it can be a fight or flight response in certain situations but i think that's why it's so intriguing to us and why especially why it's very important to get that mental evaluation right at Mm -hmm. the beginning of the court process because again you would think that someone that has the ability to murder especially multiple people must be out of their minds of course because why else would you do that right although it's very and we've talked about this before it's very hard to get the insanity defense approved yeah or processed. It's like that Katya Dollar guy. Just yeah. dangling in front of <laughs> Yeah, this is an option here. No, really. So another type of defense is the defense of infancy. This can be used when a young child is the perpetrator of a homicide. Oh, okay. The age of majority is different in every jurisdiction, but at the federal level in the United States, the minimum age of delinquency is 11, meaning that no child under that age can be convicted of murder. So even if a kid was playing with a gun and he's like six you couldn't really do anything even if a six-year-old purposefully killed someone with a gun they could not be convicted of murder Hmm. every country has a different minimum age for this requirement but none go under the age of seven yeah i'm I'm not saying that maybe we should just imprison six-year-olds i'm just you know (laughs) just maybe maybe look into it yeah that's all just saying mental illness can be discovered very early it's true Depending on the case, a person under the age of 18 may be sentenced to juvenile prison or be tried as an adult and sent to the big house, depending on the circumstances. And lastly, justifiable homicide or privilege is a defense that's widely used. This means that due to the circumstances, although a homicide occurs, the act of killing is not unlawful. For example, a police officer killing a dangerous suspect or a military member killing in war. Yeah. Although it would be rare for them to go to court over that. I was just, yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like more now, you know, we're definitely seeing more police officers being held accountable for their actions. For sure, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's why... It needs to be investigated, of course. For sure. And that's why body cam footage is so essential. Yeah, I agree. 
So next we want to talk about, or I want to talk about, there's 50 different types of homicide that describe different circumstances in which to kill somebody. 50? 50 different types, but I'm just going to talk about a few because that would be way too much. <laughs> That's a lot. And I'm probably going to butcher all of these. So oh, yeah, I can't them. wait. <laughs> <laughs> Oven suicide. Ooh. Oven suicide is the act of killing one's uncle. Oven Like your suicide? own uncle. Yes. Avuncle aside, maybe. Avuncle. <laughs> Avuncle aside, you killed your uncle. Avuncle aside. I think that's what it is. Yeah, avuncle aside. Actually, I'm not even joking. It might be avuncle aside. Avuncle aside. (laughs) I think it's like Simon and Garfunkel. (laughs) (laughs) I want that on a band team. Simon and Garfunkel aside. So the act of killing one's uncle. Familicide is a multiple victim homicide where a killer's spouse and children are slain. Think Chris Watts. Think who else have we done? Uh, Scott Peterson. Yeah, Scott yeah. Peterson. Filicide is the act of a parent killing their child, whereas fratricide is the act of killing a brother, or in military context, death by friendly fire. Fratricide. Fatris- fat. Frat. Like a fr- frat, fraternity. Like a fraternity. Fratricide. fratricide. That's hard to say. Geronticide is the abandonment of the elderly to die or be killed. Ooh. While an honor killing is the act of murdering a family, mem- family member perceived to have brought disgrace to the family. Senicide is the act of killing one's elderly family members when they can no longer work or have become a burden, which is fucked up. Whoa. Yeah. A misicide is the act of killing a friend, while androcide is the systematic killing of men. Whoa. fucked it. Assassination is the act of killing a prominent person for either political, religious, or monetary reasons. You did an episode on that, didn't you? Yes, assassinations oh my gosh. and hit, like, contract hit, killers. Yeah, contract killers. Yes. That was an interesting episode. Collateral damage are deaths during wartime due to imprecise or incorrect targeting or friendly fire. War crimes. Yes. Democide or populicide is the murder of any person or people by a government. Hmm. Feticide is the act of killing an embryo or fetus, and fragging is the act of killing a fellow soldier. Fragging. Fragging. I think I've only heard that term in, like, video games. Moving on, gender side is the act of killing members of a specific sex or gender, and omnicide is the act of killing all humans or to create intentional extinction of the human species. Oh, shit. That's terrifying. Jeez Louise. That's, like, fucking... Pan's Ram, isn't yeah. it? He, he just was, was like, no, I'm just going to destroy the whole earth. Because <laughs> <laughs> he he's a like big that. guy. <laughs> you ready for this next one? I don't know. Xenocide is the genocide of an entire alien species. Whoa. It's so funny how these words have names, but like, as far as I know, that's never happened. <laughs> like, no. I mean, you could you could just add a... Etymology, right? You can just kind of base it off of that. Exactly. Just create a word. Yeah. Deicide is the killing of a god, divine being, or deity. Papishide. Papishide? Papishide. <laughs> is the killing of a pope, while regicide is the killing of a ruler or king or queen. Hmm. I think papicide is... Papi? It's P-A-P-I? <laughs> oh, so it's like papi. Papicide. Papicide. <laughs> done with this fucking episode. <laughs> <sighs> Tyrannicide is the killing of a tyrant. 
And magnicide is the killing of a major political figure, like JFK. Hmm. So I have just a couple more stats about just homicide in general. Mm -hmm. In 2020, there were 18,439 cases of single homicide in the U.S. There were 695 cases of multiple homicide and 571 cases of homicide followed by suicide. Wow. This led to an overall homicide rate of 7.5 per 100,000 people. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, need a palate cleanser after this right? episode. So every state has different sentencing for different types of murder. Since we are based in Texas, I'm just going to talk about our sentences. Texas. Texas. In Texas, the mandatory sentencing for a second degree murder is five to 99 years, with the convicted being eligible for parole after half of the sentence or 30 years, whichever comes first. Hmm. Life sentences can also be given for second-degree murder, but the defendant must serve 30 years before being eligible for parole. For capital murder or first-degree murder, the mandatory sentencing is death or life without the possibility of parole. However, the defendant can be eligible for parole after 40 years if they were under 18 or had been sentenced to life before September 1st, 2005. Interesting. So that's when that went into place. Hmm. Of course, murder is the crime that carries the most serious penalty, pretty much anywhere it's committed. However, there are some other crimes that hold some serious weight when it comes to sentencing. So I'm going to just pepper these in there as well. Hmm. Following murder, drug crimes carry the next largest sentences. Boo. Depending on the type of drug that's involved in the crime, the sentence for drug possession varies. Yeah. Having possession of drugs in group four is a class B misdemeanor for less than 28 grams. These include morphine and opium which can come with a sentence of up to six months in jail and a $2,000 fine without a prescription. I didn't mean to, like, boo that, like, oh, no, like, <laughs> boo, drugs let kill heroin run our streets. I'm just, you know, I feel like there's there's some there's some law re reforms that we could probably have out there. Yeah, for sure. Especially for minor yeah. infractions. Marijuana. Yes. Larger quantities can be punished by 5 to 99 years in prison and a max $50,000 fine for morphine and opium. See that, like... Well, yeah, but that can ruin lives in some cases, too, Absolutely, you know, because you'll never get out of that hole. For sure. Possession of drugs in group three in small amounts is a misdemeanor. These drugs include Valium and Ritalin, and punishment starts at one year and a $4,000 fine. Hmm. For larger quantities of over 400 grams, sentencing can be up to 99 years in prison and fines of $50,000. For group two possession, felony charges are punishment. These drugs include PCP and ecstasy, and punishment includes six months to two years in jail and a fine of up to $10,000 if you have less than a gram. Hmm. If you have more than 400 grams, which is wild, you can get <laughs> five to 99 years and fines up to $50,000. Wow. One can assume that would be like with intent to distribute though. oh absolutely yeah. yeah like you're not just gonna do all that by yourself <laughs> i don't know but still they could at least charge you with that especially if it was an individual yeah baggies. for sure and lastly in the drugs group one and one a include serious drugs such as heroin and cocaine and penalties for these begin at six months to two years in jail and up to a ten thousand dollar fine however if you have more than 400 grams of these drugs you can receive 10 to 99 years in prison and a fine as high as a hundred thousand dollars wow it's pretty wild that is sexual assault of course also carries a large sentence if the victim is over the age of 16 the sentence may include any number of years in prison to life if the victim is younger than 16 the minimum sentence begins at 30 years to life 
Kidnapping can carry a sentence of 25 years or longer with massive fines and penalties after leaving prison. However, kidnapping charges usually involves being charged with other crimes as well, giving way for a much larger sentence. Yeah. First-degree arson can carry a sentence for up to 25 years and has a potential fine of up to $20,000. Arson is so heavily sentenced because it usually puts human lives in danger. For sure, yeah. It's endangering other people. Yes. And lastly, government fraud is a crime punishable by up to 20 years in prison. That white-collar crime. (laughs) While all of these crimes carry large sentences, of course, murder is the absolute highest one. And that is all I have for today. That was really interesting. <laughs> it's a wild ride. It was. It was a wild ride. I'm surprised we're here. <laughs> it took us probably an hour to film or to record a 30 minute episode because <laughs> we had to keep pausing a lot. But yeah, that's all that I have for today. Well, thank you for being the topic. Yeah. Mac is freaking out in the background. And it happens. <sighs> well, check us out on Thursday for another case coming your way. And then we have the Patreon coming up sometime at the end of the month. And just be on the lookout for any um, updates. We might have some new announcements later on this week or next week. So, yeah, stay tuned. Check us out on social media anywhere at Diagnosing a Killer, other than X, formerly known as Twitter, which is at Killer Diagnosis. Thanks for joining us. We will talk to you guys next time. Yeah. Love Love you. you. Bye. Born and brewed in Southern California since 1963, The coffee bean and tea leaf has always been passionate about connecting loyal customers with carefully handcrafted products. Their coffee master, Jay Isaias, only selects the top 1% of Arabica beans from the world's best-growing regions, giving customers the best quality product every time. Whether you're looking for a dark roast to liven up your day or a soothing tea to relax into the night, the coffee bean and tea leaf has it all. Click the link in our show notes today to access an exclusive offer and get sipping. So another one is the defense of infancy. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> so. <laughs> started. Depending on the case or person under. What? I'm De- just saying that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Aminicide. Nope. Acetaminophen. Acetaminophen. <laughs> What's his name? Pan's Ram. And magnicide is the killing of a major political figure. Interesting. So like JFK. Yeah. What is that noise? Was that you? No, that wasn't all that. And magnicide is the killing of a political figure. Hmm. (sighs) Sorry. Political figure. And magnicide is the killing of a major political figure. Interesting. And magnicide is. I got pho all over my fucking sweater. <laughs> and magnicide is the killing of a major political figure. <laughs> Say it really quick to get it the off The end. <laughs> and magnicide is the fucking dick. Oh what is god. it? <laughs> oh my god, my pits fucking smell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, we were kind of... In Texas, the mandatory sentencing for second-degree murder is 5 to 99 years to 99 years <laughs> for larger qualities of over... Qualities. Fuck. 
quality <laughs> for better quality drugs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they like test it. They're like, damn, this is some good this shit. Good You're going to the slammer forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was my way of trying to quietly clear my throat. It sounded like she threw up in her hand. I tried to be so quiet. And then I realized I wasn't getting it, and I was like, fuck it, I'm going full force. Oh, no.